your boy Paul Wow, baby. Paul Wow, baby. King Man, check me out. Going dumb. Three, three, two, two, one, one, uno. Hey, yo, what it do with your boy Jay Hannon right now? You're listening to All Wax the Podcast. What's up? What up? Freaky Friday. Fuck Friday. Friday. Dude's the best day of the week. Friday. Holy shit, dude. It's yeah, so nice. nice when it comes here, dude. You fucking, ugh, damn it, dude. Let's go, man. What's going on? Dude, Friday comes more a week than than a lot of us guys, dude. Yeah, dude. He comes at least <laughs> once a week. Bro, I like shut down There's for Friday. There's some people right now listening thinking, damn, I don't even come once a week. Dude, I shut down for Friday on Thursday around 3 o'clock. I'm shutting down. Like, oh, No, the... The engine doesn't shut off on Thursday evening. Dude, I just start fucking gliding. I go into cruise control Thursday evening, dude. For Friday, I'm cruise control, dude. I got a cruise control, dude. I got a question for LJ, Bubba. How good did it feel to watch some football last night? Oh, dude, I watched a little bit of it, man. I didn't catch all of it, but I watched a little bit of it, man. But just knowing that it's on. My wife's like. It's nice. My wife's like, what are you doing? I'm like, watching football. She's like, damn it. I'm like, yeah, it's back, baby. August time says, what frame. What are you doing watching football? Why is your dick in your hand? <laughs> it's August, baby. She's Why like, is God your damn dicker? it. <laughs> She's like, I'm never going to see you again. I'm like, you're damn right. I'm going to be heading the phone on fantasy football and just head in the cloud watching fucking football so sorry ladies ladies uh, are about to lose all their men to oh, fantasy football uh ladies are punching the air right now god damn it dude yeah so have hey. your fucking barbie movie we let y'all have y'all's time now <laughs> let us have our four months of fun we gave y'all the bachelorette and all that bullshit it's football time <laughs> we let y'all but, yeah. pick out the wedding decorations give us football <laughs> Dude, but for the most part, the wife understands. She's like, well, I'm not happy about it, but I get it. I'm like, thank you. Thank you very much because it is a sacred time for oh, a yeah. lot of us uh, football players and football watchers. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah. I got, I, got to, I, <laughs> I got to put a fellow podcast listener, friend of the podcast, brother of the podcast on wax. We got to start off spicy. Are you ready? I don't even like to do this because it kind of bothers me a little bit, but I'm going to do it anyways. Corey, Bubba, two years in a row now, two straight years, his girl takes a yearly girl's trip. 
and he gets all in the and again I'm exaggerating a little bit, but let me. He gets all into the dumps and he's like, "Oh, Angie's gonna be with her girls. I wonder what she's doing. Let me check her location. Let me text her. Let me snap her." And he gets real depressed. And who comes through to save his fucking little little dick ass? Me. Come to San Antonio. Spends the entire weekend, two years in a row in San Antonio. I coddle him. I baby him. I fucking spoon feed him. Fucking make sure that he has no worries. He's having fun. His mind is off his girl having his girl trip. Hashtag DJ Envy. And this year, he calls me about a month ago. Literally about a month ago. Three weeks, a month ago. It was a few weeks for sure. And he's like, Dang! Guess what? And I'm like, what? He's like, Angie's girl's trip is coming, and you know what that means? San Antonio! San Antonio! <laughs> and I'm like, all right, Bubba, let me know whenever, whenever, like, I, I got you. Da, 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 I got you. Dude, he calls me last week, and he's like, Bubba? And I was like, what? Now, 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 you're going to be mad at me. And I said, what? And he goes, but can you blame me? And I said, what, Pop? And he goes, can't go to San Antonio after all. Gonna go to Dallas. And I was like, (laughs) Dallas? What's in Dallas? And he's like, me and a few colleagues are gonna go catch the Rangers game Saturday. And I was like, Texas Rangers? And he's like, yeah, it's it's been a long time since I've been to the ballpark. And I'm like, you're going to trade a weekend in with your boy, a full-ass weekend, for one Rangers game? Yeah, but it's a suite with beer. And I'm like, have fun, So long, got replaced by the Rangers. I got replaced. But you know what it is, is his fucking colleagues were like, hey, Corey, want to come to Dallas this weekend? And he doesn't can't tell nobody no, but he doesn't mind, you know, telling me no. He doesn't mind shitting on me. It was probably one of those things where he's like, Yeah and then he said, Yeah, we all like <laughs> left and like and like they all oh, high five and like and like shook on it and then an hour later he was like, Shit fucking John, I told John I was gonna go to San Antonio. But, but then he uh, has a decision to make and who does he let down? Yeah, true. Remember yeah, I mean if you remember, rewind a few months ago, he did the same shit at Jamboree, stood me up the day of. A few yeah. weeks ago, a few weeks ago, he was at the beach and he's like, guess what? After the beach, I'm just going to the Riverwalk. We're going to have dinner with you, El Camino. <laughs> Literally the day of, it's like 4 p.m. I'm making like kid arrangements. I'm making sure I'm good. I'm like, bro, you still coming to San Antonio? <laughs> no, not anymore. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Two plays devil advocate, though. How many baseball Rangers game have you been to? How many baseball games have you ever been to? Man, I've been to like three in my life. That'd be kind of cool. They're all the same. Though. Right, yeah. yeah they're, they they're, are they're, fun. They'd be kind of cool. They're kind of nice cool. Nice beer, hot dog. May, you might catch a fly Let me ask you ball. a real question. Hurt my feelings if you want to. I might. And, and we're going we're gonna to do like the transport option where you can just like push a button. And you said that you, said that you shut down on Thursdays, right? Oh, I try to. Okay. Yeah. Friday morning, you push a button, and you're in San Antonio, and you get to kick it with me from Friday morning to Sunday night, the entire, I mean, festivities throughout, or you go to, go to a, a Yankees game on Saturday night. What are you picking? With who, though? Who am I going with to the Yankees game? With colleagues. Colleagues. Pick any of your favorite colleagues. Uh, 
it depends on when the next time I could hang out with you would be. Like, if I could hang out with you, like, if I wasn't going to see you for, like, another, like, two months, then I'll go to San Antonio. But if I was potentially you. could see you next week, well, then I would go to the Yankees game. For sure. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. And then, to Corey's point, he lives in Austin. He could drive up. I mean, it could be a he next week type of though. thing. Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> but... Could be a next week type of thing. It could be that, but it's not. So I mean, hey, but it would be kind of dope to go to a baseball game. Like, like if some college invited me to a Yankees game, free of charge in the box with beer and hot dog on a shot, I might take him up on that though. So, but your brother, kind of get it? You're getting left in the dirt, dude. Your dick's in your hand, dude. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, man. We got a fun, fun, fun agenda. Um, we we got to talk about the jury duty, okay? Because jury duty did wrap up. I have been in debate whether I wanted to start with jury duty or I wanted to end with jury duty. We're going to go ahead, and I've decided that we're going to end with jury duty. We're going to have this momentum, and we're going to keep it going with current events, things that we're going to talk about. Um, first things first, we got to talk about this. Drake is on tour, right? And there's been this trend at Drake concerts where Big Titty Hole throw their bras on stage and he picks up their bras <laughs> and he checks the bra size. Bubba, have you seen <laughs> what was thrown at Drake? Monster titties, dude. <laughs> dude. King Kong, bro. <laughs> What this is girl G's or something like that? Yeah, yeah. 36 G's, oh. dude. <laughs> Whoa, what the? Bro, so the f- he basically sees this fucking parachute just fly in on stage. He lifts up this fucking, it looks like a sheet damn near, finds out that it's a brawl. 36G, which I don't, I gotta Google what 36G really even looks like. Where do you find those says, brawls at? Yeah, oh. damn. Holy guac, dude. So then. The girl obviously like makes a Snapchat or an Instagram or some shit online is like, Hey, I'm the girl that threw out my fucking bra at Drake. This girl goes fucking viral. Viral. I mean, follows go out the fucking roof. Her fucking whole shit gets blown up because she, basically because she's not even good looking, but she has those Cats, dude. <laughs> she got those cans, dude. So now she's like uh, having her 15 minutes of fame. She just came out last week and said Drake slid in her DMs. I saw that. That made the news, bro. This girl who was literally working at Dunkin' Donuts one day next week is getting DMs from Drake, bro. And just like... Holy, that, that just lets you know that we are in a different age of, like, celebrity and just normal people right. communication. Right. Like, Drake. Because one mean, of the biggest girl, guys in the world just reached out to a regular degular with them things. Bro. Apparently what I'm reading now, is she, is she a Playboy model? No, that can't be true. Yeah, she signed Shit. some type of deal with Playboy. No. Bro, imagine Hell how many... Yeah. Bras are going at the next Drake concert, bro. Imagine how many if titties I'm the are next, gonna be If I'm brawlers, the next girl, bro. dude, I'm buying the biggest brawl, period, bro, and throwing that I'm out. I'm buying the fucking 40, 48H's. I don't even know what the next size is, dude. Like, just throwing some fucking the tits up there, dude. 48H's, god damn. That would literally be a are. pillow, dude. <laughs> 
Dude, that's crazy. Okay, so if you're Drake, do you is is that a kind of a bad look to slide in the DMs though? Kind of look. Uh, according to know. the reports, he was giving advice on fame or some shit. Followed no. by a dick pic. Shut the hell up. He didn't do that. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> maybe, right? Who knows? Or if the conversation's flowing well, maybe. You think that uh, when he reaches out to people like that and say he did slide DMs with the idea of maybe like seeing the titties in person, right? Do you think that they that these people need to sign like a like an NDA or something like that to like, you know what I mean? Like a non-disclosure to like you can't say shit if Drake slides your DMs. I wonder well, how that not, works. Obviously you know not because I mean? we wouldn't have got that notification, right? That's true. Well, that's just like I wonder what else he said. You know what I mean? Like to have Drake slide in your that's just crazy. You know what I mean? I don't know. And, I and the girl has to be like uh, in a sticky situation if he did shoot his shot. Because right. if she says anything, she could blow the opportunity. She would have right. to maybe keep it on the download to be like, man, there might be something here. Let alone, because he just needs to know what that pussy like. So one time, fine with me. Because I imagine of all the rappers out there, they're not only fucking famous people. They're fucking regular people, too. Like, regular groupies. Oh, well, we were talking like about the interview that me and you just watched. What uh, podcast was he just recently on? We said oh, we both uh, watched yeah, it. Oh, uh, yeah. The Bobby, Al- Bobby Altoff, whatever. Yeah. Right. He specifically yeah. said on there he didn't want a famous girl. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how that works, dude. How the fuck does that work? You know what I mean? Like, Because if, if I'm Drake, right? Okay, I'm I'm not married. I'm living my bachelor life. I'm just doing, having fun, going just to slaying, Island. dude. Just slaying. <laughs> you have to be nervous, right? That you're. I mean, because we remember the Ezekiel Elliott pics. Remember the fucking oh, damning yeah. pic of oh, just the shitty pic of him being asleep in the bed next to some just like groupie it or something like that. All the time, dude. That is probably like, but I've never seen any of that of Drake. I've never seen any like leaked photos of him or anything like that. And I imagine that he just slays. You know what I mean? So I don't know how that works, man. But um yeah, man. Good for that girl who's able to <laughs> whose tits are now famous. Whose bra is famous. That's crazy. Oh man. Do what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy, 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 crazy. That's crazy how you people get famous nowadays, man. You never know. Jeez, but and you're right. She's not that good looking, but I guess she, uh, yeah, not not uh, not great, but yeah, hey, she wasn't great. She has, yeah, she has. She but has, now she's with Playboy, yeah. Bubba. That's insane. Okay, so Drake in, had this song sure. called "Best I Ever Had." Shawty, you my thing. You all I ever wanted. We can do it real big, bigger than we ever done. Shawty, best I ever had. All right. I was listening to the Billy Madison morning show heading to work. And there was this debate that they were talking about. Do you, what do you do if your significant other says, am I the best you ever had? Are you forced to lie or... Are you okay with telling them the truth if they weren't? You gotta lie, dude. You can't be a dick, dude. Satan, you you gotta lie. You you have. To. But that's Especially just something you you, really... you just don't ask, right? I've yeah. I would never ask my girl, "Am I the best you've ever had?" Right. Especially if you, you gotta really imagine, care we've for this all... person. Yeah. Right. right. 
Yeah, because imagine. And you, there's really you, no way to prove you are or you're not. You know what I mean? Like you're the current. No, you, you've, eh, you know, sure. You kind of know. Everybody knows the best they've ever had, though. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real, dude. Everybody, I know. Everybody knows, and like even if you don't tell your significant other, your girl, your 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 husband, your wife, everyone knows, dude. It's just a question right. that you just don't that you just don't ask. You know what I mean? But if they do ask, you have to lie, bro. Because that's just imagine if like you you did. Imagine you were drunk one day and you're a girl drunk. You're just talking, right? And you do ask, like, "Am I the best you ever had?" And she said, "Well, no. This last two, my my last boyfriend Jimmy had a fucking dick." And you're like, "Well, fuck, dude. <laughs> had a fucking hog. Yeah, had a fucking dick. He made me squirt all over the place." It's like, "Well, shit. You know what I mean? It's, you just don't. It doesn't That's make you feel good." That's another thing too. What what if what if they said, "Fucking, you ever squirt?" And she goes, "Yeah." But it wasn't with you? Oh, dude. Oh, dude. That's why I hate that uh, game. Um, what's that beer drinking 21 game? 21 questions or uh, <laughs> oh, never have fuck. I ever. Oh, never, never have, have I, I ever, dude. Fuck that, that is game, literally bro. literally the game you just can't play with your significant other. It's just there's no winning. No. No winning at all, dude. Like, that's because just you yeah. are dying to get in a fight. If you play that game with couples, and I mean, that's never just have I ever had a nine inch deck, and then the hand goes down. <laughs> I'm looking like, what the fuck? Like, I don't have a nine inch deck. <laughs> oh, dude, I know, <laughs> dude. That's yeah. crazy. I mean, that's just another game you just have to lie about, man. You just you, you just can't show all your cards. You know what I mean? That's like conversations that that you have with your boys, you know, or that the girls have with the girls. Um, right. Exactly. Yeah. Just. That's just some things. And some things you just don't need to know ask. or yeah. want to know. Some things you I wouldn't need to want know. to know. No, I don't want to know if I'm like my wife's best. I mean, I assume that, that I'm pretty good. She's still with me. You know what I mean? I assume that you hey, and your girl are doing pretty good. If your good. girl is still with you, I remember having this conversation with this girl, swear to God, and she had said something. She had said something about having sex. And I was like, well, I was like, I don't know if I'm good or not. And she looked at me and she's like, trust me. You have to be pretty good if she's still with you. And I was like, well, that's a good way to put it. Because <laughs> yeah, if the tra- she, yeah. if the sex is just trash, I think that's a deal breaker, dude. Oh, for sure, bro. That's half the relationship, honestly, dude. I'm not even going to lie. That's half of it, man. Um, if the sex has to be good. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that like every relationship, the sex has to be the best sex ever. Not I the, mean, that's a but plus. But that, that was part is. of the question, too, is like. Right. When you're in love, it's supposed to feel different, feel romantic. So technically, it's supposed to be the best. Right. Right. True. Exactly. Yeah. It's a different sort of like thing. It's not some love. Like, yeah. 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 It's not some like raunchy fucking you know backdoor one night stand type of right crazy. Right. Stuff. Yeah. 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 I get your point. Yeah. So they, they had well, the done. huge debate about it, but <clears throat> I just I mean yes if. If my girl's like, hey, am I the best? Hell yeah, all right. Because you want to yeah. fuck more. So, I mean, yeah. if you're looking to fuck, say, hell yeah, let me fuck right now. That's just the easiest. Because could you, oh, dude, you're not fucking for a month. If she, she's like, yeah, am I the best? Like, well, this one girl in junior high, whatever, this one girl in college. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? 
That's a fight waiting to happen, bro. You're fucked, oh, dude. And the, and the funny thing dude. is, is that there's some idiots who have fucking said, like, no, well, not really. It was, I mean, it doesn't make anybody feel better, dude. You know what I mean? I mean, if she really wants to know if she can do better, I think constructive criticism, you know, like, if, like, she's, like, you know, like, what do you like me to do? Like, what can I do better to, like, make it better for you? Then, of yeah, course, like, like provide a fucking sloppy feedback. Joe, yeah. bro. <laughs> Fondle my balls or something like that. You know what I mean? Or <laughs> something. You know what I mean? Put like both balls that. in mouth. Yeah, put balls in hand and in mouth. Yeah. So if it's one of those things where, where like she's looking to like make it better for you, provide that feedback for sure. But if it's just oh, one of those like, oh yeah, yeah. If it's one of those like general questions like am i the best like well yeah you know what i mean bro so. i was talking to a friend uh i gotta tread a little lightly because he does listen to the podcast but he has he had opened up to me not too long ago and i mean it wasn't like terrible it's i mean it's literally to each its own whether people admit it or not everybody has certain fetishes right like certain turn on certain fetishes oh yeah for sometimes sure. they're willing to discuss them. Sometimes they keep them private. But everybody, me, you, my friend, everybody has fetishes. That's just fact. Certain things turn them on that are, let's just say, not so normal, right? And that's why, like, on Pornhub, there's, I don't know, 60 fucking categories, right? Like, I mean, everybody has their fetishes. And he opened up to me about a few of his fetishes. He's like, yeah, I mean, X, Y, and Z would turn me on. And I was like, yeah, I hear you. Like, it turns a lot of people on. And he, I said, have you talked to your girlfriend about this? And he said, no. And I was like, bro, like, if you have, I mean, literally, like, if you want any shot of accomplishing this fetish, you have to have that conversation with her. Worst case scenario, she goes, what? Ew, no. All right. That's it. Best case scenario, she's like, right, really? I'm like, yeah. And then she's going to try to accommodate your fetishes. And most likely, if like she's head over heels for you, she's in love with you, she's obsessed with you, she's going to try and accommodate some of these fetishes. So, ladies, gentlemen, Whoever the fuck, if you have a certain fetish, a certain turn on, speak up with it to your partner because that's why they're your partner. You should be able to have these conversations with them. And who knows? It might just pay off. Oh, yeah. that You made a good point. Like, <clears throat> I think one of the things that is like that would kind of suck is if you did have this fetish and say you like – got the courage to bring it up like say it's some weird shit like maybe toes right i mean toes isn't weird right toes is not weird but like say it's toes right that's pretty like basic everyone not a lot of people like toes but then say your girl is like oh no never he's still gonna have that fetish for toes and it's still gonna turn him on so by you not trying it or or like at least attempting Ooh, to like yeah go for it that's not gonna satisfy that urge for so him to try that. You know what true. I mean? So true. So I, it's like one of those things. Like, yeah, it like may be uncomfortable, but at least just try it. Just to like, 
I don't know. You know what know, I mean? Though, I hear, no, everything you I'll said makes perfect it. sense. But, like you said, that toes and shit like that, like that's cool. I want a foot job. Cool. But what if your girl says, it would really turn me on to get another dick? No, that's not a fetish, though. Bro. That That's like, I don't know if that's a, oh, I guess, it, I mean, I don't know if that's a fetish or just like a, uh, I don't know. That's that. That's a little or, different. Okay, though. okay. What if she says? What if she says? I really want to use this dildo when you fuck me. Like, okay. All right. She pulls out a fucking go. a fucking bat, fucking dude. Can <laughs> fucking maglite. <laughs> Goddamn fucking. Plumber. Yeah, but but to your point, you want to try to be as open as possible because, like you said, that fetish, that kink, that turn on, it's not going anywhere. No, They're gonna always going want it. And the longer they right. don't have it, I'm sure the lo- it's gonna eat at them even more. Yeah, especially if you're like absolutely not never or like say it's dude. Believe it or not, some girls don't give blowjobs. Some girls like probably think it's disgusting. I mean, I I know it's common as fuck, like blowjob, like whatever. Yeah. Some girls think it's disgusting. And imagine being with a girl who just thought it was disgusting for years. And you're like, come on, try it. She's like, no, please try it tonight. No. Dude, how much would that fucking suck for you if, like, all your boys are telling you, dude, I got the best blowjob for my girl last night. You know what I mean? Or just something like that. you just like, or like you're watching porn and you're seeing somebody just getting slopped up. You're like, I'll never have that in my life. I think that's kind of honestly, is that a breaking point red flag but it kind of is a breaking point especially if it's something that you really really love or really have or like you had before and you love it and your girl or like your guy it's just like absolutely not i think like just being that close-minded towards like a sexual experience can be kind of kind of damning in a way to me I think so. Um, if you're that close-minded, now that's like blowjob. But if it's something like crazy, like like take a shit on me, of course. Like no, like I'm not taking a shit on you or having somebody shit on me. But if it's something like like maybe a like a foot job or a blowjob or even like um, I don't know, even like a dildo, gagging or a dildo. Like like say like like say the guy does not want to use a dildo. I'm like well. I'm not saying that not using a dildo is a deal breaker, but like if she really, really, really wants to try and you just will not fuck it. That's ne- that's never yeah fuck it because that's never gonna go away, dude. From her mind, I don't. I, at least I don't think so. But, you go uh, to the grocery yeah. store. She's pulling that bitch out anyways. Bro, you can either be there. Or you don't have to be there. <laughs> you can be there or not, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whenever you go to the gym, she's pulling one, out that one, fucking one. You're getting plus or one. You're not. So yeah. So I don't know, dude. dude I, a trusted I, I think... source of mine, trusted source, once told me, if she don't blow, she gotta go. And I was like, well, I kind of okay. agree with that. I kind of <laughs> agree with that. Dude. I kind of agree, bro. I kind of. He's not agree. wrong. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. She don't blow. She hits the dough. I gotta go, dude. She gotta find the dough, dude. Man, know, me and man. a friend were talking about this. Not too long ago, it's like, bro, like, even if she doesn't like it, even sex, right? Like, sometimes girls and guys, I guess, technically, but sometimes they're just not, like, sexually, like, uh, wired like guys. Even if you're like, I don't want to, I'm tired, just 
just let us get it, you know? I mean, it's not the end of the world. So, I mean, I feel like it really is a huge box for guys. Maybe not everybody, but for the majority of guys, at least me and all my friends, it's a big priority. And like yeah. you said, that's not going anywhere either. You keeping us on a short leash and not giving it to us and trying to use it like as punishment, that's, that's wild to me. That's the fucking stupidest thing. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I find women who like want to use sex as a punishment to be so cringy. I just find it so cringy. Like, yeah, not I tonight. Agree. You like you won't get this you for two months. Off. Yeah, exactly. You pissed me <laughs> off last fuck. week. It's like, well, okay. Fuck. All right. I don't know. I just, I don't know. That I just find that cringy and just kind of strange. Oh, but um, very cringe. Yeah, very cringe. Yeah, but um, yeah. I mean, for your friend who, uh, he should definitely bring that up to his girl because I think so. That's not going anywhere. Yeah, for sure. What was it? Do you remember what the what the fetish was? Yeah. Or did you say? Oh. I didn't say. I mean, you. But... Oh, okay. Take a shit. I on could me. say it. I mean, it's not going to uh... piss on you. There's no way. You. Yeah, there's no way it's going to get back to him in this sense. But he says he likes the idea of some Adam Twenty Two business. We were talking about the Adam Twenty Two thing, and he's like, <laughs> "I don't, I don't know if I'd mind." And I was like, "I don't. You don't know if you'd mind what." Like if I was there and like let's just say my girl was sucking me up, I don't I don't think I'd mind if some other guy was banging my girl. And I was like, oh, interesting. Yeah, all right. Well, each his own. She I might she might fetish. take you up on it. Yeah, yeah. I guess that is if like you like to watch. Yeah, I guess that well, is. Well, well, um, yeah. That's more to the story was like have him watch his girl get hit on like all the preliminary stages. Yeah. Leading yeah, yeah, yeah. up to the sexual encounter. And him just kind of being a fly on the wall. Like, I think he likes the idea of his girl getting hit on, his girl getting flirted with, his girl flirting with another guy, then going back to the room and all three kind of doing their thing. Yeah, yeah. In a weird way, from a... I don't know. That's just... I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just... I. Yeah, they each their own, but I, I don't think I can do that one. But uh, I'm not built yeah, for, for it. Sure. But yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. I don't I'm know. That'd be it. a hard one to sell, though. I could definitely see a girl being like, "No," you know what I mean? Like, hell yeah. no. For and that. that, and that's what I think would happen. I think it would and be like that's a, okay. Like, what? Are I think you that's okay. Wild? Crazy. Yeah, I could see. I mean, because if a if a girl or a guy is like, "No, nah, I'm not sharing you with anybody else," I think that's totally fine. They like. Yeah, like sure. you may want that, you know, but that's kind of like out there, um, I think. Especially if like you are really like uh, like committed to your relationship and like to your right. marriage, you know, like that. Then for sure, that, that that's kind of a tough ask. Um, yeah. So I hear you. I completely, completely hear you. So LJ, was I right or was I right with my post Malone? prediction yeah what did you say uh initially that it's it was going to be uh he's not his, great the end of the road is yeah he's just at the end of the road he's just different now uh john uh texted me early morning and was like hey you, you, uh we have a new album to review i'm like who he's like post i'm like all right shit looked on there it was a new postie called Austin. Thinking this bitch is going to be fire. It's called Austin. <laughs> Hell. 
this is about to fucking blow my dick off, dude. And um, about <laughs> eight songs in, I'm like, yeah, this guy's changed. He's just different now, man. He's just different, man. He's kind of a... Uh, I don't know, man. Say it. No, say it. I know what you want to say. Say it. Or I will, but say it. I just think he's soft as fuck now, dude. No, he's he's just pussy, dude. Puss, dude. He's a a sunflower. (laughs) He's a fucking... So take me home. He's just... I think he, like, is shroomed out and soft and hippie and just too much now, like... Dude. Because we were talking about how dope he was whenever White Iverson came out. And oh, drippy, and swaggy. Uh, oh, and yeah. just nasty and had, uh, I don't know, but I just feel like Man, now he's kind of. I just want to go of, flex. Gold on my oh, teeth and on my neck. Oh, I love it. Go flex is one of my favorite Post Malone songs oh. of all time, dude. And uh, now he's like all poppy and it maybe it's just like. It kind of sounds a little gossipily. Like it's just like feel good, like gospelish type shit. Like you'd hear it at church. All of I feel it. like it's just meant for the radio, dude. I just feel like like you could put this on and like listen to. The, I don't know. I feel like I don't every even think it's radio. Like I'm be... saying, like it's it's not even doing well on radio. That's the issue. It's just it's just it's not. It can't be going well. I think this, like I said, this album is his last album. All right, you motherfucker, you burned me on twelve. 12 karat toothache we're gonna austin sounds sick he has a song called texas t that has to be dope nope i mean the entire I, thing was dog shit uh, and one I out think, of ten okay. what are you gonna give it i'm gonna go best a, at best four out of ten i give it a four i give it a four four out of ten yeah yeah four out of ten um and i mean we can make the argument or he he can make the argument that hey I gave you Go Flex. I gave you uh, Beer Bongs and Bentleys. I gave you some dope shit with some dope uh, art, uh, with some dope guests, right? Maybe like now I just want to do my acoustic guitar, poppy rock, sunflower, Spider Man shit, and this is what it is. You know what I mean? Like you always go and and to like that point, I understand it. It's like, well, yeah, he's you know. He's right. Like, if we want to go back and listen to Go Flex and some dope shit, we can always go do that. Yeah. Um, that, so that, that's I funny you say it. that because uh, with fighters, right? For instance, like BJ Penn or, or even like Tony Ferguson won 12 in a row. Like, there's these fighters that have did so much. Conor McGregor is another good one. Like, double champ, you know, you know, just all of his credentials. And then you start losing towards the end of your career. Does it tarnish your legacy? Like, at one point, you were the fucking man. But then towards the end of your career, you kind of started losing a little bit. Like, Posty, I'm sure his sales are going to be well. I'm sure his popularity, his money is always going to be up. But, like, like you said, like, you you said he said, like, okay, well, you know, I gave you X, Y, and Z. Like, this is the path I want to go. You can go whatever path you want to. I'm just choosing not to follow it anymore. I'm choosing not to listen to it on a regular basis like I did, like you said, Posty and Beer Bongs and Bentleys. It literally, that album, guys, I'm telling you now, if you haven't listened to Austin, listen to it at least once so you can hear what I'm saying. It's all like, it's like I said, I don't even know if gospel's the right word. Like it's it's not even radio to me. Like it's it's just like, churchy it's just like it's just weird it's a weird weird genre of music it's not like too poppy he has some poppy songs on there i'm sure 
but it's just like real singy and real happy and we're real cheerful and i don't know like you said it's just a different posty than the one that i loved he was literally in my top three forever and like as of now he doesn't even sniff my top 10 dude yeah i think i think my my problem with the album is that every song kind of sounds the same literally like it all has yeah, the sort of god yep yep all has the same kind of like feel to it you know what i mean like there's not one song where i'm like oh damn i'm so depressed and another song i'm like oh i'm in love and then another song i'm like hell yeah i'm fucking hype everything's kind of like oh okay i'm just chilling and it's just it just kind of what it is it's it's good music it's it's good music but it's not well, like uh, i told you sam smith i'm sure no makes variety. good music yeah but there's not a lot of variety is what I felt, dude. And kind of as a person, too. Like, he just seems like he kind of, he's, he's just like this super, like, hey, man, like, yeah, everything's cool. Positivity, We're all bro. Yeah, positivity. Like, I've read a few comments, love. man. They're so mean to me. They don't know me. I'm pretty sure if you got to know me, you'd probably like me. It's like, okay. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, dude. I mean, I'm having oh a real groovy time at uh, Kane's, man. Come check me out and go get one of my cups. I would really appreciate it. All right, dude. <laughs> Everyone, let's all just kumbaya and have fun and be in love. Like, oh, dude, what the fuck? I don't know. Skinnier just, than fuck. Just... He's like, I've never tried a hard drug in my entire life. All right. I think he said uh, on the interview I was watching the other day that he like took way too many shrooms and it like affected, yeah. affected his like it affected his personality and his short term memory. I'm like, well, it seems like you've taken a lot of shrooms because it seems because of your outlook now on life is very like holistic and shit now. So, um, yeah, um, I don't know. It's just a different post Malone and. You know, we will always have beer bongs and Bentleys to go back to and go flex. And so, um, yeah, there's that. My time with Post Malone is officially over. I will never listen to Austin no. ever again. <laughs> and never, I will not be ever. excited about his next album. Now, he could prove me wrong and drop something else, right? Because Kanye's did it. Kanye dropped uh, that gospel album and then he came back and dropped uh, Donda. Donda's sick as fuck. So, I mean, it's possible, but as of right yeah. now, yeah. I'm releasing yeah. Post Malone from one of my favorite artists. Speaking oh, of artists, though, dude. Man. He was replaced. I put LJ on the other day. No, you didn't put me on, dude. I, I, I put LJ oh, on no, the been, other day. This guy's been on my radar for a little while now, man. No on my radar. Way. Oh, yeah. No, he has not, dude. To be fair, though, I think you did put me on to that song um, a few months ago, and I listened to it. I liked it. I didn't come back to it till like, a few weeks ago. And then I'm like, okay, I'm back to Let this guy. Let me put guy. the people and then, and then we listened to his album yesterday, and we're like, okay. That album, next, it, from next start to is finish, is disturbing. Disgusting. Who's the next up, dude? We already next told you about from- the baby. Yeah, we did tell you about the baby, and I know y'all are probably thinking we're lying. Go back like two years ago, before the baby was the baby. Me and LJ said, "Now there's this guy coming up. His name's the baby. This guy's gonna be nasty," and he fucking panned out to be filthy. All right, guys, this guy is next up. He already has a hit song, but we could have told you, but like you said. A few months ago, this guy was next up. His entire album from start to finish is filthy. From Texas, 
from Houston, hip hop. If you like the Chicano hip hop, the 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 kind of sort of the Texas rap with the, I'm telling you right now, it's disturbing. That Mexican OT. Oh my God, that Mexican OT. Do yourself a favor if you like hip hop. Wow, dude, he is a breath of fresh air out of Houston, bro. Out of Texas rap, yes, bro. He is. Yes, he's he is. probably one of the fuck. I'm not. This is crazy. One of the best out of Texas in decades. I'm not even kidding, dude. Decades. He's um, nasty. Yeah, he's. Nah, the, the I, I want to go on the limb wow. and say the best sense like that Slim Thug, Chameleon Air, Paul Wall class. Like you had that class yeah. of people. Yeah, right. Since 20 then. Years ago. Yeah, since then. I, I mean, maybe Kirk Bangs was came out a little bit later and he was kind of dope. Peso Pesos, yeah, he's kind of dope. But that Mexican OT, I think, beats both of those guys. Dude, he... Just in terms of, I mean, it's kind of everything, dude. The delivery, everything, the flow, the voice is nasty, dude. The oh look, the fucking God. like dope the, cowboy, the swag, look. dude. Yeah, that, the swag. That, that cowboy look with the chicken and the fucking oh. riding on the horse. That shit's nasty, dude. And the um, like the ranch videos or whatever. That shit's nasty, dude. I don't know. I just. I just like the dude. Um, so, yeah, for sure. That Mexican OT is going to be the next up for sure, dude. You're going to see him uh, collabing with a lot of people soon. I, Huge. I, I mean, we, we we are predicting he's going places. I think he's really going yeah. places. He's Yeah. Like right now, if you look at his features, his biggest feature is probably Paul Wall and Max O'Cream. His next album, you're going to have a lot of big names True. on there. I'm, I'm willing yeah. to bet. The baby, maybe Drake, maybe I just You're gonna, you you he's gonna you can't good. listen to him and deny that it's fucking hard. This fucking shit, you know what I mean? Like he's he, already on this. Uh, I guess Diddy has some like tequila or something. He's on the a Diddy like advertisement, like an official no. Diddy advertisement for his tequila. Yeah, I mean, you no. just he's he, he's percolating, he's bubbling, he's boiling, he's he's about to blow, dude. That Mexican yeah, OT blow up. from Houston. He's fucking filthy. He's he's been to San Antonio a few times in the last few months, and I've just been dropping the ball. I need. I've already reached out to his management about getting on Wax the podcast. Oh, <laughs> I'll just have to keep you posted on that, Buckle. His delivery is probably one of the best I've heard anywhere. Like like I'm I'm talking Period. major artists Period. like Drake yeah. and Lil Baby and Da Baby and. That's what I'm saying. Any he kind of sort of sounds like the baby a little bit, but he yeah. kind of has this like zero influence a little. Like when he's singing some of his hooks, you're like, oh, okay, kind of sounds like zero on there. Like he's like Texas influenced, but like modern day hip hop. It's like I said, in his delivery, his rap style, his scheme, he changes it. Oh, it's fucking the scheme. filthy. Filthy, dude. dude filthy, did did filthy. I show you this video uh, real quick? You should listen to this bitch. I mean, it's ridiculous how he does. He sings this nursery rhyme, dude. Oh, Lama Bama, oh mama. Yeah, and he, <laughs> oh, and he does oh. it in a screwed up verse. Have you heard it? Yeah. Oh my it. god, it's dude. It doesn't even make sense, and it's sick as fuck. Lama Lama red pajamas, dude. If y'all god, get the chance. Dude. I'm telling everybody, really, I'll give y'all permission one time to pause this podcast, go to YouTube, 
and type in llama llama red pajamas that mexican ot and come back to us my oh, god dude yeah it's filthy dude i i actually ran into it yesterday just uh, just randomly <laughs> doing um youtube filthy. and dude i was like wow dude yeah and it's like an it, it's just a children's book but he like he's like uh, his like cadence is like different. It's just sick, dude. You have to listen to it, man. And, in his dude. own so, voice, yeah. he does like the screwed up voice, but like it's ridiculous, dude. It's stupid. Wait, he he did that in his voice, or, did he, uh, or they did that on the thing? No, you know like that's his voice, Bubba. They didn't. He did not. That's make the his up. voice, dude. Shut the fuck up, dude. Dude, yes, that's impossible. I thought that was yes. an effect that they added to the video. That's impossible, dude. No way. Nope. Nope. That's his voice. Shut he's, up. He's ridiculous, dude. He's ridiculous. Bro, he's that's ridiculous. some fucking, fucking 2,000 chameleon shit. Chameleon. No <laughs> way. That was, like, that was some chameleon shit back in his prime. Yeah. Dude, that's yeah. some rapping in reverse chameleon. Chameleon oh, no problem. No it's way. all to the bueno. Not, not Michael Watts. Don't pass me wow. a demo. Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 again, stupid. Dude. He's stupid. Yeah, llama yeah, llama stupid. red pajamas. That Mexican OT. He has a brand new album out right now, dude. I I've literally swear to God, ever since I decided to pass up on the post and and literally started focusing on that Mexican OT. Lone Star Luchador, Lone Star Luchador is out right now. Came out the same day, yep. and my dumbass went straight to Post Malone. Oh my God, it's ridiculous. All right, That's last topic good. before we jump into the. Uh, jury duty story. Nate Diaz versus Jake Paul. It's like one of these fights that you don't want to like. Like I'm just I don't want to like buy into that. the Jake Paul YouTube fights. But Nate Diaz, that's that's a big name. I'm a huge fan. I'm pretty excited about the fight. Are you pretty excited about the fight? I'm not, dude. No, I gotta be honest with you. I'm just no, 100% no, not interested in it, dude. I saw the freaking uh. I saw the sit down with um Ariel, Ariel Hawani, whatever. Yeah. I'm just like this, I, he. I'm just like he's just trying to sell it, and it's not working for me, dude. Ooh, I just Nate can't or, get or behind Jake? it. Jake, I mean, and just yeah, like Nate he sounds and like, like it's kind of scripted a tad. Like he's trying to like, hard. yeah, and like Nate's there because he just is gonna get paid. And it's like be, whatever, yeah. And at the same time, I just like no no promo can make this interesting for me because. If Jake really was about fighting and really about, you know, trying to be a better boxer, he would rematch Tommy Fury. Point well, he, period, dude. It like, wasn't really competitive, I think. So really? I think he's going to try to get True. a few wins, but, get a little bit more experience, and then maybe go after Tommy. I, but here's the thing. If you want to go after Tommy and you want to get better, fighting Nate Diaz is not going to do it for you, dude. It's not going to do it because he's going to win this fight. He easily. can buy I mean, people back over. Maybe. Because I, I maybe think a lot of people yeah, are like, oh, maybe. this guy's trash. This guy's washed. He can't even beat Tommy Fury. Which so, is kind of true. He can't even beat Tommy Fury. Right, so, but some um, people, Nate Diaz is a much bigger name. So if you beat Nate Diaz, like, oh, okay, he's back. Maybe yeah yeah maybe yeah that's it's a possibility. Um, and he like you said just, most yeah. likely I don't even want to say this but most likely he gets the dub and beats beats the shit out of Nate Diaz. Beats the dog shit out of Nate Diaz, dude. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. By the way, 
I just can't get behind this fight and can't take oh, him serious because no. I'm dude, very there's so the many like shit boxers out there that he can fight. Oh yeah, but they don't have the Nate Diaz name. I understand right. that. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's just like ah, God, I'm excited about the fight. Um, I will not be buying that, but uh, I will be watching the highlights. Or you can just text me how it goes. So uh, you have you will not watch it. Nah, I'm not watching that. If dude. you could do a mock draft or watch Nate Diaz, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, I probably watch the Nate Diaz fight. Honestly, I've done enough okay. mock drafts. But uh, so it's not yeah, that dog not shit. That. It's not dog that dog shit, but it is. Any interest shit. in watching the new Ninja Turtle movie? Nah, not in the slightest, dude. I think I yeah, might rather nah, watch Barbie. <laughs> I think no I'd rather watch Barbie. <laughs> no, yeah, I think I'd rather All watch right, Barbie. So which apparently. Real quick on 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 that kind of sort of that note, dude. Conor McGregor's kind of he's my favorite, obviously, but he went through this whole. It's the same story with him, by the way. So he's on the Ultimate Fighter with Michael Chandler. Typically, on all the Ultimate Fighters, I think there's like thirty three seasons or thirty six seasons. It's in the thirties. Every time the two coaches of the two teams fight, I mean that's just what happens. I think like twice in thirty six seasons that hasn't been the case. So Conor McGregor is gearing up to fight Michael Chandler. They wanted it to happen at the end of the year. It has not been announced. Conor McGregor has not been in the testing pool. You need at least six months of clean test in order to fight in the UFC. So you guys can do the math. We're in the eighth month, six months. That's going on until next year. Does not appear that he's going to be fighting this year like as planned, like as advertised. And everybody's assuming that he's not in the testing pool because if he was in the testing pool, he would fail. So Conor McGregor is a multimillionaire. I'm sure that whatever test USADA is giving them, he could take his own like at-home test and find out if he's pissing clean or not. So I'm pretty sure he's not pissing clean. Number two, he keeps calling out people. So Justin Gaethje and Dustin Poirier just fought for the BMF title. Justin Gaethje beat Justin or Dustin Poirier. Conor McGregor's calling Justin Gaethje out, saying he wants to fight him. Now, they're actually rumored to fight. So Justin Gaethje is in line for a title fight, just won the BMF belt, but good old Conor McGregor calls him out, Islam, calls him out. Now he's his focus is now on McGregor. I guess, again, just based on popularity, he's literally the new Mayweather where just people don't even like him to like him anymore. I think they just want him to get the fuck beat out of him. So, <laughs> yeah. That's not me, but yeah, I think LJ would like Justin Gaethje if he just fucking put a hole in McGregor's face. Uh, so no, not really. I want to see McGregor back healthy. Me too. Uh, but fighting, I don't care if he gets beat or wins. I just want him to be healthy and stop talking shit and just fight somebody. I don't care. I mean, win or loss, whatever, dude. But he's 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 good for UFC. He's he's good for sports. Uh, but all this like shit talking behind the scenes and. Twitter fingers and shit. Just kind of like, ah, dude, it's kind of pussy. It's just after a while, he's calling out Charles Oliveira. He's calling out Justin Gaethje. He's calling out Dustin Poirier. He's calling out Jorge Masvidal. I mean, he's just calling out too many people. It's like, and you're not fighting. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up and just fight somebody. Michael Chandler. Fight somebody. Yeah, just fight anybody, of, really. And honestly, none of the people you just mentioned, to be honest with you, just don't don't fight people, just not any of them. Like, don't yeah. fight Poirier. If you want to win. Mean, I mean, yeah. Gaethje. Because if Gaethje will murder you, Gaethje yeah. will murder you. Uh, It'd be so. a tough fight. So they had asked Nate Diaz. They had fight. said, "Like, do you imagine a tr- you know trilogy for you and Connor?" 
He said, absolutely, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. They had asked Connor. Absolutely, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. Okay, cool. So they, they, we both know somewhere down the line we're going to get that fight. McGregor came out and said, here's my plan. I come back. I fight Justin Gaethje for the BMF belt. I win. I take that belt. Fight Diaz because he's the originator of the BMF. And then pretty much right off in the sunset. Beat Gaethje beat diaz and i was like damn if that worked out like we were just talking about post malone if if i came out with two fire albums okay back on the top dude you know what i mean like and retire back on top if conor mcgregor were to beat justin gaethje take the bmf belt defend it against nate diaz which again nate diaz and nate diaz but win that wins his last two with the bmf involved i think he can really turn around his career but he's getting kind of old one's much easier than the other one. Like, fighting Diaz is a lot easier than fighting Gaethje. Um, so, yeah. Um, but, dude, yo, for dude, to, to be honest with you, I think he can revive his career just by fighting Nate Diaz alone. Like just, for sure. just like just Like, just doing that trilogy alone, people would just love that, and, like, he would get back on the good uh, side of everybody, yep. his fans, his... I mean, fight, ev- fight everybody. Michael Chandler and win. I mean, he just needs to fight and win. Yeah. Uh, again, takes. if if I'm if I'm Connor, I'm I'm uh I'm cherry picking my next fight, and Diaz would be the perfect one. I'm not fighting I thought, Chandler. I thought Chandler Explosive was. Strong. I thought Chandler. Yeah, I mean, but 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 beatable, beatable, but knockout power. Dude, Diaz fight Tony Ferguson power. would be perfect. That guy is oh, dog shit. Oh, he's dog dog <laughs> barf, dude. He's just fucking trash. Yo, dude, that would be a perfect tune up. Yeah. And perfect a big name. Fight. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Yep. Oh, perfect. All right, guys. Three, two, one. This is the moment you guys have all been waiting for, the jury duty story. Um, I didn't realize it was going to catch a, a lot of you guys' attention until I got a lot of feedback. Like, we jury duty, jury duty. I want the story. I want the story. I want the story. So I'm going to try to give you guys as much details. Obviously, I'm not going to say any names. I'm not going to give you guys too much specifics, but I am going to give share some light on some of the situations, some of the details, and we'll go from there. And I'm going to start from the very, very beginning. And so I may have said a few of this, few of these things last week, so I, I do apologize in advance. But I, I'm just, it's easier for me to start at the beginning of the story. LJ chime in when needed. But um, so I get this letter in the mail. You're summoned to jury duty. I was like, oh, shit. Like to me, there was just it's just kind of an inconvenience. You have to drive all the way downtown San Antonio. You have to find a parking garage, find somewhere to park. It's always kind of dicky to park downtown, period. Find somewhere, get there by eight o'clock. So that, again, that's what I had to do. I woke up. I got dressed like it was almost like a work day. I find this parking garage, I park, I have to go walk downtown, find the courthouse, find, you know, find my position, sit down. Everybody's mood, dude. The morale in there is dog shit. Nobody wants to be there. Everybody's kind of moody. It's early. There's like nobody in a good mood. One hour later, we're sitting down. A judge finally comes. He's like, hey, guys, sorry for the wait. Yeah, I didn't expect to be here today. I'm not supposed to be here today. The other judge for whatever X, Y, and Z is not here today, so I'm going to go ahead and handle it. You know, 30 minutes of just talking and rules and, you know, expect this, expect that. Now 930 happens. They finally call my number. I'm in this group of 75 people. It was, I was 46 out of 75. They're like, all right, you 75 people, go up two, two floors. You're going to be in this this uh, courthouse. I said, okay. All 75 of us go in this big courtroom. 
so then a, a judge comes and and a defense attorney and the uh you know the, the the state of texas basically whoever's representing the state of texas gets there and they're asking a wide range of questions like if if this case has anything to do with children raise your hand if you don't think you'd be a good fit one girl raises her hand and she's like i'm gonna tell you right now if it has to do with anything children i'm gonna cry the entire time and they're like all right thank you and one guy raises his hand he's like i'm not gonna lie I'm not a fucking, I don't fuck with chomos. And they're like, with what? He's like, chomos. And then they're like, child molesters. They're like, oh, okay, okay. Uh People are like raising their hands like, well, how long is the case going to be? Because if it's anything later than tomorrow, I got this flight and I'm on this vacation. And people are like pretty much getting X'd out, X'd out, X'd out, X'd out. And to be fair, like, I just did not assume I was going to be selected. Like, I just thought the chances of me, one out of 75, 75 people, they need 12. I'm kind of doing the math in my head. I'm like, I just don't see it being me. I should be fine. Next thing you know, dude, they're like, all right. Literally, they're asking tons of questions. I don't really even really participate in, like, yeah, I think that I'm just kind of laid low the entire time they call my name i'm an official juror so then everybody else gets to leave the 12 of us stay they say okay well this is what's going to happen this case is regarding sexual sexual assault to a minor it's probably going to be about a three or four day case you know we'll see you tomorrow so right then, the, the cop the officer sets us in this deliberation room. He's like, all right, guys, get comfortable in this room. He's like, you're going to be spending a lot of time here. There's a microwave here. There's a refrigerator here. You can lay your keys and your belongings over here. Da, 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 da. He's like, cool. Again, I've never said I was the sharpest tool in the shed. I've never thought I was smart. I don't know what to expect in jury duty. I've just never, ever participated in such an event. I had no idea what to expect. So the next day, I get there. And again, the officer had mentioned prior, you're going to be in this room, there's a microwave, there's a refrigerator, you're going to be in this room. I did not think, again, whatever, I, I did not know. I did not think I was going to actually be sitting in on an actual court case live in the flesh, you know, as real as it gets. So we all get there the next morning. I'm literally like half asleep. I got my coffee trying to wake up a little bit the officer's like you ready to go and we're all kind of just looking around like hmm he's like come on let's go we go through the back and we're in this courtroom dude there are people on both sides of the courthouse we see the suspect literally there with the defense attorney and i'm like holy shit like this case is you know this guy versus the state of texas regarding two counts of sexual assault to a minor da 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 and I'm like, oh shit, this is real. And they're like, all right, our first, our first uh, person to this to the stand, the damn victim, dude. Oh no. And I'm dude. like, oh no. So they bring in this girl. She's 17 years old. Oh, there was fuck. four, three different occurrences. Two occurrences happened when she was only seven years old. And then the third occurrence happened when she was 11. The suspect is her uncle, bro. 
And again, she gets on the stand and like the defense attorney is surprisingly kind of grilling her. And he's like, well, according to this police report, it says X, Y, and Z. And she's like, I've never said that. And he's like, okay, so are you calling the police report a lie? Are you saying that the police officer is a liar? And she's like, no, I'm not saying he's a, he's a liar. I, I just know what I said. And that's not what I said. He's like, huh, interesting. So he's talking to her and he's like, well, you said this. And she's like, never said that. They're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Okay, cool. Like the next witness to the stand the victim's mother bro so then they're talking to the mother and, he, and then the defense attorney was like let me ask you a question in your time of knowing the suspect have you ever had any doubts or any suspicions about this man and she's like yes yes i have she's like not only with my daughters but with me myself and he's looking around he's like okay so you've had suspicions you've had your own doubts and you still allowed this man to babysit your children Oh, like what too. kind of mother are you and like he's grilling her i was like jesus christ no objection so then, to that jesus huh there was no he was objection saying, from the no 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 no. the only objection w- was be like how did how did it make your daughter feel and they'd be like that's hearsay objection that's hearsay they're like all right and so, like, then the third was the police officer like all right so when you got to the the crime scene da, 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 when you got the call He's like, did you write X, Y, and Z down? The cop was like, okay, well, I have this little four by five notepad. And typically on the notepad, when I'm talking to the victims, I just grab like, you know, names, phone numbers, date of births, things like that. He's like, but she told you a full story, right? He's like, yeah. He's like, you didn't write that down? He's like, well, like I said, I just write names, date of birth, social security numbers, phone numbers. He's like, and then when I get back into the, the police station, I then write my report. I have a pretty good memory. He's like, so you're writing this little girl's basically like testimony a few hours later when you get back to the police station? And he's all like, uh, yeah. And so he's like, hmm, okay. He's like, so walk me through the process. Somebody calls you. You get you know, a call. You go write a report. You go back to the police office. What do you do with that police station? What do you do with that report? He's like, I give it to my supervisor, my higher up. He's like, and then what does he do with it? He's like, then he has to you know, go over it, review it, and see if it, you know, basically gets you know routed to to be investigated for more information he's like and and is that what happened in this case they said yeah like all right the fourth witness they call that officer supervisor some sheriff or some deputy some some higher up in the police academy and he's all like okay he's like so you got this report from that officer right he's like yeah he's like so did x y and z happen on the report and he's like i'm not sure he's like what do you mean you're not sure He's like, I'm not sure. He's like, if that's what it said on the police report. He's like, time out, time out, time out. You did read the police report right now, didn't you? He's like, no, not, I have not yet. He's like, time out. When did you get summoned to come come in? When did you, when did you get summoned? He's like, I was never. He's like, I, I got the call last night. He's like, okay, regardless. You got the call last night that you needed to appear in court today, and you didn't do your due diligence and just look over the police report? No, I didn't. He's like, what? I mean, what kind of what – so you're just that unprepared. So you just did not do any research. You, do you even know why you're here? He's like, no, not off the top of my head. He's like, so you just show up to a courtroom and you have no idea what's going on. He's like, I mean, and he's looking at the, he's like, let me help you out. He's like, since you don't want to do, you sort of got it. Since you don't want to do your own job, let me do my job for you. He's like, right here. It says this, right? He says, yeah. It says that this little girl was staying at her grandparents' house and the uncle lived there. The aunt lived there. Both grandparents lived there. The dad would stay there and another uncle would live there. Yes or no? 
Yeah, that, that's what the police report said. Yes. He's like, okay, yes, it does say that right there, right? It says that, right? And the guy's reading. He's like, yes, it does. He's like, okay. So when you got this and you decided that it was a good case, did you go down and interview the aunt that lived there? No. Did you interview any of the grandparents that were there? No. Did you interview the uncle that was there? No. He's like, and why wouldn't you do that? Well, because there was uh, no eyewitness. So if there's no eyewitness, you know, I don't see much value of interviewing them. He's like, but any suspicions, you know, any this, any that? You don't think it would benefit this little girl if you were to interview these people, if you were to question these people, if you were to do anything? He's like, well, I did call the suspect. He's like, and what happened? He's like, I called the suspect. He answered. He said that he understood why I was calling him. And I told him to come to the station, ask a few questions, and he never came. And he's like, because he didn't have to come, did he? He's like, no, he didn't. He's like, so that's the end of your investigation? He's like, yeah, there was no eyewitnesses. He's like, I know. But does that mean because there's no eyewitnesses, there's no need to investigate? He's like, no. He's like, so long story short, they're going back and forth. There was another, so they put a, a medical examiner on the stand too. Defense attorney's literally ripping them all apart. And he's like, he's like, Jur- jurors, I need you to understand this lady's here. For one reason and one reason only, to make us look bad. He's like, because according to this medical examine, anything that happens to a woman, and again, I'm not a medical examiner. I'm just going based on what they said. Anything that happens like after 30 days, the body heals up. So if there were any bruising, if there are any tears, if there are anything down there that was like a red flag typically... After 30 days, it pretty much all heals up where there's no like concrete evidence. So this girl got a medical examine, an examination like four years later. So of course nothing was going to show on there. And that's what the defense attorney was saying. He was like, this is literally because if nothing shows, they say that it was a, you know, it was a clean test, but still possible that these allegations happened. And if it was not a clean test, well, the, these could have, you know, been because of that guy, obviously. He's like, this this person was there just to make y'all feel bad, just to make y'all, like, buy into the story. He's like, let me tell you something. In the United States, it is innocent until proven guilty. We don't need to prove that we didn't do this. They need to prove that they that my my client did do this. He's like, there are no eyewitnesses. SAPD dropped the ball on several occasions. The mom's story was a little different than the daughter's story. He's like, you know, there's tons of inaccuracies throughout the stories, this, that, and the other. He's like, don't feel bad for going based on what you're here to do. You're supposed to go based on evidence. And I'm telling you, there's no evidence to put my client away for 25 years to life. And they're like, objection, having hit, knowing his, uh, like, his sentencing doesn't doesn't do anything. Da, 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 da. They didn't need to know that. They're going back and forth, and the and then the our state of Texas is like you know did did could SAPD do any better? I'm sure. Could you know this could have been better? Sure. She's like, but that's irrelevant. This is the only thing you guys need to focus on. If you believe that little girl on stand, if you believe her, that's all it takes to put this man behind bars. And so like. All that happened. We went through all the witnesses. We go back in the room to uh, deliberate. And 
this is where the story gets a little interesting, but it's kind of like a had to be there moment. We just had three days of nonstop, you know, interviews and on the stands and the witness or the, I'm sorry, the victim, the victim's mom, the police officers, the inaccuracies. I mean, there's so much going on that we could not speak about. They literally said we can't speak about it to friends, family, to uh, amongst each other. So if we went to lunch, we couldn't speak about it. There were so many, you know, so much knowledge and so many different things, so many questions that I had. So as soon as we get there to deliberate, one person was like, "All right, let's let's do a vote." And I was like, "Whoa, whoa!" Before we do a vote, I feel like we should talk about it. And bro, she was like, "What's there to talk about?" I was like, "The entire three days." I was like, "There's a lot going on right now." And she's like, so I don't, I think it's pretty cut and dry. And so like, I'm literally kind of sort of playing devil's advocate for the suspect. Meanwhile, like I said, I'm going to tell you this from the jump. I thought he was guilty. So keep that in mind. I thought he was guilty, but there were inaccuracies, right? And I tried going based on innocent until proven guilty. And I just wanted to talk it out. Like I said, I had three days of knowledge. I just wanted to talk it out. We're going back and forth, back and forth. Apparently, they, I was getting defensive almost. It's like, I'm not getting defensive. I'm just wanting to talk about it. So they said, well, let's just put a vote in with all 12 of us. We'll see where everybody lands, <clears throat> and we'll go from there. 12 people voted. 10 people voted guilty. Two people voted not guilty. All eyes were on me, bro. Well, what, what are your concerns? What are your concerns? Let's talk about your concerns. And I was like, well, I mean, like, the police officer came up there. He said this, that, and the other. He he admitted that he doesn't write the you know the the whole thing up until after he gets there. It was completely different than her story. And they're like, oh well, that, that I mean, we're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then so they're like, okay, well, who else has concerns? Because somebody else voted not guilty, and like it, that really offended me because I voted guilty. You know what I mean? Like I voted guilty. So when they're like, well, who else has concerns? Because somebody else, somebody else voted not guilty. I looked at her. I was like, time out. Not that it really matters, but it does. I voted guilty. I was like, so this whole, it, it kind of got dicey in there. She's like, well, I, I owe you an apology then. I was like, yeah, well, I was like, I just think it's important that we talk about everything. I was like, I don't want to go home and have all these questions. And, man, I should have said this or I should have said that or what about this? What about that? Like, that's what the deliberation room is here for. So we all 12 open up the floor, talk about whatever we want to talk about, get any doubts or any questions out of the way. I was like, that's why I'm here. Like, I don't want to just be like, all right, all guilty. Let's go back to the courtroom. It's guilty. Like, I want to talk about it. So two people did end up saying, like, well... I did. I voted not guilty. I voted not guilty. And they were going over their concerns. We're talking about it. We're talking about it. Talking about it. Dude, again, so many details that, like, it was fucking tense. Like, one lady stands up and she's like, I just want to ask you guys a question. You can you can answer. You don't have to answer. Has anybody been, you know, sexually blah, blah, blah as a kid? And, like, people would raise their hand. Four people out of the 12 raised their hand and said they've that they've been a victim to sexual assault as a minor before. And she's like, I've been there before. I could look at that girl's pain and know that she suffered. I've been in her shoes. This guy deserves X, Y, and Z. I mean, she was so passionate. And other people were like, yeah, 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 yeah. And again, one guy was all like, you know, I've also seen it on the opposite end where a girl lies just to lie. She's like, he's like, you know, somebody that I'm near and dear with accused a man and, 
she lied. She came out later and said that she lied about it. He's like, so it's not so easy just to believe, you know, this, any story. Like, what were her motive back there? There is no motive. I mean, it was getting tense, bro, tense. Long story short, every day prior at 5 o'clock, we would get to go home. 5 o'clock hit. We thought it was going to roll over until the next day. And the judge calls us in there. And they had our phones already. And she was like, hey. It's already past 5 o'clock. She's like, I don't want to rush you guys on y'all's decision, but we're not going anywhere until you guys make a decision today. So if we need to make you know, some type of staying arrangements at a hotel or whatever, whatever, we got to do that. But none of us is going home tonight until we can make a decision. We go back to the deliberation room. We're chopping it up. About 45 minutes later, we come out. We said, let's do another vote. We do do another vote. All 12 say guilty. We push this button. Cop comes, gets us. Officer's like, y'all ready? We're ready. This is where the story gets crazy in depth. So they must have announced, like, all right, the jury's made a decision. Because from a, like a three-day trial, from, like, let's just say six people, you know, in sitting down to eight people to two people to no people. Bro, when we walked in there, the whole fucking courtroom was packed of people family um, media i mean it was fucking packed right so we walked down we sit down i was the 12th juror bro keep this in mind because it's very important the story i was number 12 the 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 judge says all right jury you guys made a decision what's the what's the verdict and they say on count one guilty everybody's <gasps> All, all his family's going crazy. They say count two, which is the bigger count. Guilty. Every, the whole fucking fucking courtroom goes wild. What? What are you mad? Everybody's crying. Everybody's going crazy. It's ruckus. The volume goes crazy. It's just like, oh, what the fuck? Dude, for the first time in four days, the suspect finally shows some emotion. He looks pissed. His fucking fist balled up. He starts looking at the defense attorney like, what the fuck? He's barking at the defense attorney. Defense attorney's panicking. Defense attorney just screams out, I demand a jury poll. Everybody kind of no. quiets down. I didn't know what a jury poll was. Each individual juror has to specifically say, individually, guilty or not guilty. Juror number one, guilty. Juror number two, guilty. Juror number three, guilty. Juror number four, guilty. Juror number five, guilty. Juror number six, guilty. Juror number seven, guilty. Juror number eight, guilty. Juror number nine, guilty. Juror number 10, guilty. Juror number 11, guilty. As it's going down this list, dude, I'm panicking because I am his last straw to freedom, dude. (laughs) I'm getting nervous. I'm looking at him. I swear to God on my children's life. The entire courtroom's looking at me, dude. Juror number 12. I have so many different fucking thoughts racing in my head because the courtroom just went nuts. And I just fucking... Guilty. (laughs) Courtroom goes crazy again. I swear on my children, bro. Me and the suspect lock eyes. Dead set for about five seconds, which is a long time. Watch this. Three, two, one. 
locked eyes. He has his fist balled up. He's literally mumbling under his breath something. Officer, you know, like in the uh, in the Malice of the Palace when everybody starts throwing shit and they're like, "Get out, get out!" And you have to go run through the fucking the to get back into the locker room and everybody's like holding their head so shit's getting thrown at them. Literally, how oh, we yeah. felt. The the police officer, come on, come on, come on, jurors, come on, come on. We're like literally snaking out of the courtroom to get out of the courtroom. The courtroom's going wild. They open up the courtroom. Everybody's going. Ah! it's fucking wild we get in there everybody's trying to get their shit together to go like oh we gotta get the fuck out of here the officer's like you can't go anywhere you guys don't have your cell phones yet we're like shit we're all waiting we're all waiting finally grab my cell phone we're like can we go can we go yeah yeah go dude we get out of the courtroom we're trying to go back to the parking garage as soon as we leave the courtroom his whole family's right there pissed off why can't i I can't believe it they didn't have shit We, I, I, I cross the street as fast as I can. I'm not even kidding, bro. His grandma, which I think it's his grandma, was there all four days. Older lady, on her hands and knees, on physically on her hands and knees, going. I had to walk right by her. I was like, "Fuck, dude! You gotta understand this child or this guy. He's 34. He was 24 when the allegations came out." Again, I kind of want to get into actual details of the allegations, but I don't think that benefits anybody. Very nasty, nasty, disturbing details of what he made her do and what he did to her. Y'all guys can use y'all's imagination. But literally 25 to life. Now, here's the aftermath of the story. I was fucking paranoid to go to the grocery store. I mean, literally, I, I, I've i been paranoid for like, now I'm not so much, but like, Two to three days, bro. I was paranoid. I was playing tennis, paranoid. Like, you see so many different movies and shit of, like, people driving by. It's like, hey, I think that's a motherfucker right there. That's why fucking Chico is guilty. That's serving life for that motherfucker. I I got paranoid, dude. I was like, fuck. I was really like, god damn it. Like, my dumb ass did research some of the people on social media. And my friend was like, you fucking idiot. And I was like, what? I wanted to see you. Did it. He's like, now you're going to pop up as the people you may know. They're going to find you. And I was like, shit. I was like, <laughs> no. shit. Yeah, I was oh now super paranoid. No. I don't know. It was a fucking yeah. thing. Uh, it, it was serious to God, though. The most intense thing, like just hearing these interviews and, and seeing like understanding the process and, and the the process of jurors like anytime i ever get summoned to jury duty i pray to god that i'm selected like it was honestly an honor to be a part of it it was so interesting like i'm you know I'm, I'm glad that we got to get that guy off the streets and do the right thing you know hopefully we all made the right decision i think we all did but um it literally was one of these things, one of these experiences that I'll never forget for the rest of my life. I, it, I mean, God damn it. It meant the world to me to be selected. Not at the time. Like I said, at the time I was pretty upset, but it, it was something that I don't regret that I, I, I'm so happy that I was a part of. And uh, it was literally the most like adrenaline rush slash like blood pumping experience that i've ever ever experienced like remember when we won all that money at the uh conor mcgregor versus diaz remember like we're i literally had to sit down because my blood my 
we're we're drinking all that fucking five hour energy bullshit but like remember that feeling that we got when we're like oh fuck and when we won that big hand on a when we did the roulette we all three hit and we just couldn't believe it and we're like ah like it it felt like a drug when when the verdict came in and and all that happened (coughs) it was a feeling that i honestly I've, i've really maybe experienced just like a time or two in my in my 35 years of living like it was wild that's that's a crazy experience, man. It's not, I mean, and most like uh, people who get jury duty when they get these cases, they're like these small little like traffic. I don't know, not traffic court thing, but you know, but the, the, they're like not. As I don't intense, think to the extent. Dude. Yeah, not as intense. Where like no family shows up, or maybe a person gets like a couple of years. I don't know, but twenty five to life is significant, dude. And not only that, just the uh, you know, just the, just you know how heavy it was you know just in yeah, terms the severity of, like, of it what, like there was the something like did. yeah right the they, you're gonna put this guy to prison for 25 to life guys like and and this is a and little bit exaggerated but too. like that's what they're saying is like he's not gonna be able to make it out everybody knows his paperwork before he even steps one foot in there like once they find out that that's what he's in for he's done and i was like god damn like it's yeah. just crazy to even the, think that he his whole life after we left that courtroom and I'm fucking playing tennis and I'm at the grocery store and I'm fucking, dude, he's getting fucked, dude. You know what I mean? Like, God. Yeah, dude. That, man, that's, man. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, sad because, uh, sad for the girl, uh, that she had to go through that. I mean, if he was found guilty, all, all 12 found guilty, then assume that the guy, you know, did it. So it just sucks, man. But, uh, yeah, to be in like a, a case that that's heavy and like with that se- severity of the crimes is just crazy. Um, and, man. And, and especially dealing with a minor, I'm a parent, I'm a parent of a daughter. Like yeah. it hit me a wow. little different, man. Like it, it, and it hit a lot of people in there. Like I said, you could tell everybody was passionate. Everybody was, uh, I, I said, like, in a weird way, this is the kind of funny story. Like we all 12 exchange numbers and like now there's a group chat that it, it's, it is what it is. Like, Everybody's like, I'll never forget you guys. Thank you. Like we all took a picture. Like it was a, it was like a, like kind of like a brotherhood type of experience that we all felt like that much closer to each other. It was, it was a weird experience. It was a weird feeling, but uh, so glad I went. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't want to go. Uh, I don't want to be a part of those uh, types of situations where I have to determine someone's life, but. Man, I'm glad that you were able to experience that. But if it was like one of those cases like that where you're just passionate about it, then I mean, yeah, you got to put the people yeah, it was away wild. who do the it bad shit, man. It was people wild. who do bad things should be put away for a long time. So that sucks, man. Um, that's crazy. Yeah, but a good, good. If anybody cares to know the specifics, I guess I'd tell you on a one-on-one basis. But it was wild, man. It's fucking crazy. So I'm glad I went. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, hate to end on that bad note, but. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify. Share on your Instagram stories. Um, if you guys have a topic that you want us to discuss, shoot it our way. We'll, we'll debate it. We'll discuss it. If you guys, I mean, literally date doctors here. Like, we go over different scenarios. People ask us for advice all the time. If you have anything that you want us to discuss, let us know. Um, yeah. Keep us keep us posted on everything. Thank you guys for the support. I know I've been throwing a, a, some things out on Instagram. Let me know who number one, who the number one podcast is in San Antonio, Texas. It's not even debatable at this point. All wax the podcast. It'll be JN. Thanks for all the support, man. We love you and appreciate you. Mwah, mwah, mwah.